So I realized this about myself and I realized I never wanted to work my way up the corporate ladder. I wanted to do what I was good at right now. And in life, like I said, I have been able to do that as an entrepreneur and be successful making money at it. So if you ask me, you don't have to climb the corporate ladder in order to be yourself. You don't have to take bullshit jobs in order for you to work your way up to become anything that you wanna be. I felt that one. The top three responses that I get when I ask, why do you wanna leave corporate America? Are that you want financial freedom, you wanna own your own time, and you wanna build a legacy for this generation and generations to come. Now, this is not a solo job. In order to transition from your nine to five into entrepreneurship, it's gonna take community and it's gonna take resources. And I've created the community of pioneers who are going to wrap around you and help you make that transition successfully. So if you're interested in leaving your job, go ahead and click that information below. Let's get into the community and let's transition from your nine to five into entrepreneurship successfully. Now let's get back to the episode. What's going on guys? Welcome to a solo episode of The Work and Play podcast. Can we have a real conversation today? I mean like a real deal conversation because I have been on my own journey of becoming a podcaster and and continuing to help people in their careers and things like that. And as I keep doing it, my relationship with corporate evolves, right? And I think it's important and even responsible for me to share this part of the journey because I, I always say this, so there's never been a time when I say like corporate sucks or if you have a job that, you know, that's in corporate, then, you know, you're, you know, giving your life away to the man. I have my own cognitive biases about certain things and that's because that's how I chose to live my life. So one can deduce that if I am an entrepreneur, I don't want to be a corporate professional and there are cons that I've deduced are not for me. Now for people who have decided to stay in corporate, they've decided to stay in corporate for their own reasons and those are not even the people that I work with on a regular basis. So let me just give a disclaimer. I am not saying corporate America is not for everybody. I'm not saying entrepreneurship is for everybody. What I'm saying is that it's responsible for me to share a little bit of my thought process as I continue on the journey and as you continue to explore entrepreneurship for yourself so that you can find the level of work and play that's best for you. Now, why is it that I think entrepreneurship is the best balance for work and play? Because I believe for people who like me, it allows you to navigate without boundaries. Now, I did an episode a couple weeks ago um, or months ago about if you are a um, terrible employee, you're gonna be a terrible entrepreneur. That's not to say that all terrible employees will be terrible entrepreneurs. And so this is what I mean. I had a conversation with um, um, a friend of mine and she was walking, really like just talking me through how she felt um, it's been like kind of working with me, talking with me. And one of the things that I've been very self-conscious about is hierarchy within the corporate space. So you guys know that I'm in um, my, I'm getting my master's in social work. So a part of that requires me to be in situations where I'm in a systematic um, environment. So I'm either in school or in an internship or at a, a GRA and I have these structures where I have supervisors and I have expectations that I have to manage among multiple different people. Well, that is okay, right? But what if the job that you have doesn't necessarily allow you to exp express and explore your best talents and your best gifts? Well, the first piece of career advice would be, hey, if your environment or if your work, if your job doesn't allow you to be your full self, apply for another one, right? 
And that's one way of thinking about it. But in my specific journey, it didn't happen that way. So I'll give you the full detail. When I was in, um, actually in my last role, we were really big on the Myers-Briggs personality assessment. And what it allows you to do is um, assess your personality and your working style and the way that you adjust on the team. Thank you so much for watching the Work and Play podcast. This episode is sponsored by the Boss Up Conference, which is a community for entrepreneurs, CEOs, celebrities, and corporate executives to come together, network, and solve some problems. Thank you all so much for being supporters of the Work and Play podcast. And thank you for watching the Work and Play podcast and all the episodes before. Now let's get back to the episode. Compared to everyone else who's on your team as well. So for me, um, and I can't remember all of the dis- all of the specific elements of the Myers Briggs um, because now I focus so much more on strengths finders. But at the time, I was a red, and I think red um, basically represented dominant, like direct and dominant. So if that's my natural inclination, then the way that I adjusted was uh, downward because I was in a subordinate role. I am evolving. So another disclaimer is that when I say this, you are gonna have to just take it how it is. Because when it comes to a chain of command and when it comes to my skill sets, I'm not the best person who is going to respect the chain of command just because. And if I feel like I'm suited for other things, then I'm going to wanna do those other things. Now, the right side of it is because is, is that who I am should be who I express myself as all of the time. And I stand by that wholeheartedly. That's why I became an entrepreneur. If you don't agree with me, that is just your prerogative because on the other side, the wisdom is, okay, well, if you're suited for these skill sets and you're in a subordinate role, then you just have to work your job or you have to um, pay your dues in a role until you go climb up the ladder in corporate America. So I realized this about myself and I realized I never wanted to work my way up the corporate ladder. I wanted to do what I was good at right now. And in life, like I said, I have been able to do that as an entrepreneur and be successful making money at it. So if you ask me, you don't have to climb the corporate ladder in order to be yourself. You don't have to take bullshit jobs in order for you to work your way up to become anything that you want to be. I felt that one. And I want to be honest with you guys. I didn't know it was going to come out that way. I just know that I have been frustrated my entire life because I've had roles that aren't fitting of my personality or my skill sets. And I've been expected to pay my dues so that I could five years or four years or 10 years become a leader to express some of the gifts that are really like high level thinking and strategic um, ways of being, right? Now, I won't blame it all on corporate because there have been, no, I have made many decisions in my career that did not serve me. What I mean is I spent 10 years in data analytics, meaning 10 plus years because it took me uh, four years to learn and and obtain the degree that uh, qualified me for these roles. And then I spent another seven to 10 years working in data analytics, data mining, and it was never my jam. When I say never my jam, never my jam. So one could really look at me and say like, you spent 10 years doing something that was so unnatural to you. Why, how could you do, do that? And the only answer that I have for you is that I didn't know another way. So I was talking to another colleague of mine and she said like, that sounds like soul sucking work. 
And it was soul crushing work. She said it was soul crushing work. And I resonate with that wholeheartedly because once I started to do things that were speaking to my soul, I couldn't turn it off. I could never turn back again. And so that is what led me to leave my job in the first place. But let's just stay here for a moment because I know a lot of people who are in roles right now that are not fitting and they can't see a way out of it. I spent 10 years and when I say 10 years, seven of those was in corporate America. And even after I left corporate America, it was so hard for me to drop that identity. It still is because there are things that I'm really, really good at. Like who, who doesn't need a database to be created, right? Or who doesn't need the, the, the analytics or a report to be created? A lot of people don't even have the skill set. So in a way, I've developed a high value skill set that will always be in demand. And if you ever see me working in a corporate office and I'm in data analytics, just know that I couldn't find anything else doing a podcast or something else outside of this. And you guys are gonna have to send me letters and send me love because I've done it again. But when I say that I made this realization of myself and even after I left, it took me another two years to get out of it. What I mean is I've gotten so many questions about this brand and I'm super excited to share that this episode is sponsored by Black is Wealth Clothing. Now, Black is Wealth was created to inspire and empower our culture to tap into our wealth. Now, when we talk about wealth, we're not just talking about financial wealth. We're talking about the strength, resilience and brilliance that lives inside of all of us. Now, by tapping into our wealth, we can create any form of wealth that we desire. So if you like this shirt or any other shirt that you've seen me sport on my Instagram or any other sh- any other platform, then go check them out at blackiswealth.com. I love this one. And y'all are going to love it too. Now let's get back to the episode. What's natural to you is not always what's best for you. There's a book that I read with my coach and it's called um, The Big Leap. So differentiating the um, zone of uh, the zone of of genius, the zone of um, excellence, the zone of incompetence, and I believe there's another zone, right? I've been operating in my zone of excellence for a long time, and it took a lot of work. When I think about it, if I explain it to you in a strengths format, there are four different strengths, and I think I've told you guys about these many times before, but there are relationship building strengths, there are influential strengths, there are strategic strengths and their execution strengths. I've spent so much time in the strategic and execution execution bucket that it became a huge part of my identity. But when I quit, I vowed to myself that I was going to allow myself to explore these other parts of myself that I knew were there. One was singing, one was fitness, um, one was just being able to like, just be a personality. And I never really knew what that looked like or what that felt like, but trust me, at the time, I never knew it would be a content creator because I wasn't even on Instagram that much when I was in corporate America. Like I used to look at people who did social media, like what is like the whole, you know, cool thing about social media. Like I never thought that this would be a skill set of mine, but the thing about it is whatever it is that you feel like is inside of you, there's a community and there's a tool, there's a resource that will allow you to really like hone that gift and make it a skill. Like there's a difference between talents, gifts, skill sets, and competencies. You have to develop competencies. And if it's a raw talent and you already have like an inclination that that's what's inside of you and you might want to be an entrepreneur in that thing, I would encourage you to explore that while you're in your nine to five as long as you have the capacity to do that I was talking um, about the journey and 
And I was saying like, I quit my job without a plan. And the reason I say that, I think it's more responsible for me to say I quit my job without a plan because while I had planned the exit, I hadn't planned my entry. And up until that point, I just thought I was gonna create impact and I was gonna make world changing programs just by me quitting my job. But there took so much work for me to figure out how me bridge the gap between what I want to do and what's going to happen and the how. Right. So entrepreneurship was the first furthest thing from my mind when I quit. But what it you know what? Let me take that because I don't know if I told you this story, but I after all of the, you know, realizing that I'm not a good fit for this role that didn't stop me for, from trying and uh, I tried my hardest, but I didn't, I never really, I didn't do it well. The job, the last job that I had, well, the job before the last job that I had took a lot out of me. And what I mean is I tried my hardest to do what they wanted to, wanted me to do, but there came a time where something in me was just like, I don't want to do, but I didn't listen to that voice. What I said was, no, you're going to do it. And I still did it and I did it wrong. And I used to think I was so stupid because why can't I get this thing right? I, I at the time, I never resonated with the thought, I don't even want to do this. It was just, hey, this thing is so simple. Why can't I get it right? Hey, y'all, let me tell you about my friends at Run the World Clothing. Run the World is a community empowerment brand that chooses to educate on black history, black culture, and black radical thought through apparel and experiences. Run the World is a vessel to celebrate the black experience for our black people and our allies. And I have on one of their latest pieces from this season's collection. So if you haven't seen Run the World Vic's episode on the Work and Play podcast go check it out or go to the website to check out some of their apparel now let's get back to the episode and as simple as it was it could have been sending an email or just reading a paragraph if it's not if it wasn't within my soul my soul had already recognized that I love working with in in the community I love creating programs I love to develop people then I was never gonna truly enjoy doing some of the things that I was actually doing this is all in hindsight right so as I'm experiencing this stuff I'm going through depression I'm feeling like I'm stupid my my boss hates me it's the worst right and I had a few people along the way um, pour into me in a way that I truly appreciate it one of which she specifically told me you need to be an entrepreneur I think I've told this story many times but it, it really like sits with me when I think about how much I wanted to be comfortable I didn't care that someone saw something in me that I could have asked more questions about honing in on a skill set I was still beating down the drum of like, let me get another job. And what I did was I, I did just that. I got another job in a very highly logical, highly strategic role um, that required me to like really uh, subdue every single thing within myself that was passion oriented. And I hated it. No one really, really knows how much I hated it because I didn't express it outwardly. I expressed it at home for sure. But I remember a time when I was learning how to do the job and the, the sheer idea of me spending more than eight hours doing something so simple as a spreadsheet made me cry. And I'm crying at my desk like I'm literally dying to myself. I'm not honoring myself and I'm not I'm not using these this language I'm just saying like I don't even want to be here and I don't have any other words but tears and I'm still doing the job and so it's, it's almost like torture when you know you're meant for something greater but you sit there and you deal with it and you take the salary because it's a great salary and you're comfortable because you know that most people would kill to be in a position like that you dishonor yourself so when I say like you know entrepreneur 
entrepreneurship allows me to skip the line, to, to, to beat like bureaucracy, corporate red tape, the structure and hierarchy, and just go out there and be myself and truly impact others in a way that I'm, I'm true to myself. I know exactly what I'm talking about, especially in terms of career navigation. When it comes to self-exploration and learning more about human behavior, I love it. I can read books about it all day. I can help you guys understand what journey you're on. Man, I eat that stuff up all day. But when I sit down and I force myself to do an analysis and I get one number wrong, it just, it killed me. And it's like, you don't even wanna do this anymore. So when I go back to that girl who knew that she was meant for something more, the only thing that I would tell her is that she should explore sooner than later. That little voice is called intuition. And for women, we technically have a really strong intuition, but we don't always listen to it. So what we do is we overthink it and then we muddle our intuition so that we can believe something that's external because that's the way it is. What that does is it does you a disservice <laughs> um, and it doesn't honor you in a way that you truly deserve to be honored. So is entrepreneurship for everybody? I will stand by my own opinion and I'll say yes. I believe everybody should be an entrepreneur. Is everybody gonna be an entrepreneur? No. Is everybody like, is everyone's life situated for the journey that it takes to be an entrepreneur and, and deal with some of the, the ups and downs of it? No. So that is why everybody should be an entrepreneur, but life will figure out where you should actually be. I think everyone should be in, a, a, in alignment with what they should, uh, what they feel like is their purpose or what they feel like are their strengths or what they know are their strengths. Um, but to the extent that everybody's gonna be an entrepreneur, no, I don't believe that we're gonna have a world of all entrepreneurs. We should all have the entrepreneurial mindset, but that's a conversation for another day. But I wanna drive home the importance that you should and you can identify truly what drives you and you should spend every moment of your life pursuing that purpose. And the purpose doesn't have to be this big Nelson Mandela sized purpose. Hey guys, it's Ariel from the Work and Play Podcast. If you're getting any value from this channel, and I mean anything from the tutorials to the podcast to the random videos that you see on this channel, then I just ask that you do one thing. Please subscribe. Subscribe and share this to anyone that you think this resonates with and drop a comment below so I know what other things that you want to see next. Now let's get back to the episode. But as long as you are serving yourself, you're honoring yourself and everything that feels good to you, then know that you're on the right path. And it doesn't take for you to be an entrepreneur to feel whole. And just because you're in your nine to five does not mean that you are not whole. It means that everyone is on a journey and we are all processing what's right for us and what's not right for us. So today I want you to think about little small tiny voices that are in your mind right now telling you you have it in you. What is it that you have in side of you and what is it that you need to be exploring today that doesn't make you have to wait two years in order for you to get a role so that you can express a certain part of yourself listen I got I got passionate about it again I can't help it I am against establishments that require that type of um, you know delay on your greatness but if you're living in your greatness whether you're in your nine to five or whether you're in your entrepreneurial endeavor live it up do your thinking do your thought exercises these episodes this month have have been amazing and every single one of my guests reassures you that all you have to do is trust yourself trust him or her and live true to yourself now if you need any other confirmation you need to go sit down somewhere get with yourself 
pray a little bit, write a little bit, journal, and then know that all you have to do is make a decision on who you wanna be, where you wanna go, and just do it. God will take care of the rest. But until next time, I will see you next week on an episode of the Work and Play Podcast, probably with someone cooler than me, but I just wanted to come on here and share a little bit so that you know you're on the right path. All right, I'll see you next week. Peace out.